Welcome, fellow Lumineers, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Lorcana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to be talking about the latest news, our favorite cards from Rise of the Floodborne, and all usual round of enders, including our Cards of the Week and Organized Play Recap. And welcome to the new segment of Quest for Five. Ravensburger has canceled plans for online sales of Rise of the Floodborne in Europe and the UK and will plan to just redistribute stock to other channels after the US launch was devastated by bots and the DDoS attack. The bots were responsible for almost 5 million traffic hits on the Lorcana website during its release in the US, which played its part in day-long queues and the ultimate failure for the site's launch of the product. Following this, there was a believed stealth launch the next morning, but that was confirmed to be an accident by the Lorcana team in their Discord. The official companion app has an update, and you can now track inventory of floral versions separately from standard. The lore counter has haptic feedback, and it's easier to add subtract points, as the touch zone is now larger. And enchanted cards have been added to the catalog for both chapters. Lorcana has also won the best ongoing card game category in this year's Tabletop Awards. PAX Unplugged had a surprise for Lorcana players attending, the introduction of a new league format called Willpower League. Created especially for large-scale events, but it can be scaled down to local game stores, it's described as a King of the Hill format. Players in the Willpower seat try to stay in their seats, and while playing in their seats, they can earn achievements for prizes. You can lose your seat when you lose the game, and you have to go back to the waiting area. At the end, those in Willpower seats, even if they've just taken the Willpower seat, get a prize. Alright, Faith, do you want to start us off with your favorite cards from Rise of the Floodborne? My favorite cards from Rise of the Floodborne, the first one is the Sorcerer's Spellbook. Um, you can pay one ink to gain one lore, and it's an item. So, I don't know, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why it's your favorite, sure. Uh-huh. Second one is Pinocchio, Star Attraction. Um, he's a pretty, not I wouldn't say basic card, but he's a two-play cost. He isn't inkable. He has a one um, attack and one defense. Um, but he has three lore, so. Super easy to get out and can quickly get you ahead early game. Yeah, and those two were both, um, Amethyst. So, um, the next one is Winnie the Pooh Honey Wizard, which is also the Amethyst. Um, I just like the art, and he's a two lore. He's two lore. I don't know, I like the art, and I'm really annoyed that they didn't make him the full art. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But I think it's the prettiest one so far. I love it. Um, next one is also <laughs> Amethyst. I really like my Amethyst cards. This one is Merlin in goat form. Um, when you play this character, when he leaves play, you gain one lore. Again, easy lore points. I think it's fun. I love him. Um, next... Great for bounce decks. Yeah. Um, next one is Arthur, Wizard's Apprentice. Also, Amethyst, um, his ability is student. Whenever this character quests, you may return another chosen character to your hand to gain two lore. So, if you have, like, a character out there that's almost about ready to be taken out, just pop him back into your hand and you get two lore from it. I think it's great. Um, this one and Merlin, I haven't, like, had a great opportunity to play them. Um, I've only played them, like, a couple of times because I forgot this deck when we went to League. Mm. I thought it was... Yeah, I just forgot it. I, I switched the boxes up, so I brought the one I didn't mean to bring. Um, my next two and the last two are both um, Sapphire. Um, 
one of them is James' role model. Um, I just like his ability. It's whenever he gets banished, he gets put into your inkwell. Um, it's like the Grandma Tala, and I just like... Because we watched a video, and they said that the whole meaning behind Grandma Tala was the fact that she, like, still helps Moana after she's gone. Still helps Moana after she's gone. And I think that they had the same reasoning behind James, and I just really like it. So, he's also a four-play cost and a two more. So... He's good, too. And then the next one is the Caterpillar Common Collected. He's a three-play cost. He is inkable, and he has three lore. So another easy beginning of the game lore. So, yeah, those are mine. Yeah, all great cards, Faith. Uh, we haven't really got to see uh, League play with a lot of the new cards, which we'll get into in a minute why, but there were so few of us this week. Anywho, my favorite cards... Uh, from Rise of Floodborne that I've been playing with so far are Jafar Dreadnought, which um, when you banish another character with Jafar, with this Jafar, you can draw a card. Um, and then Mouse Armor, which um, exert to give a chosen character resist plus one to the start of your next turn. And then there's Go the Distance, which you can ready a, a chosen damaged character of yours. They can't quest for the rest of this turn. Draw a card. And then there's the combo of Pain Panic, uh, where if you have Pain down and then you place Panic, uh, Panic gives plus four uh, strength to Pain, so that at that point Pain has five strength, and then he can quest for three instead of his normal one. And last is my ultimate favorite card so far, which is Alice, Growing Girl. And she has two abilities, the first one being other characters gain support, and her uh, second one is when she has 10 strength, she quests for an extra four. So that's a total of five when she has the 10 strength. And um, <clears throat> when I first saw this, I was like, oh, you know, that might be actually kind of hard. And then I was thinking, like, she combos so well with pain and panic um, that you can get to that 10 strength um, with those two cards alone. Um, and then you add something like Megara or um, uh, like any kind of decent um, attacking card where they have a high strength, you can give up one turn of challenging and give Alice enough that she can quest for five. And so um, the first couple of matches I played with her, I won in the sixth round and then I won in the seventh round uh, because Alice's ability just chaining, like I ended up, I think I got like 15 lore in one turn um, because I just lined it up and chained Alice with Pain and Panic and then um, <clears throat> a couple other cards uh, that just kind of like all worked well together and I was able to get 15 lore and that was kind of insane. So I like, think, I like to kind of think that maybe support might be broken in a way that people thought resist was going to be broken. Um, that being said... We did find out that um, Alice's little combo does not work so well in multiplayer games because it draws a whole lot of attention from everyone and then you get, you get your board wiped real quick. Um, but one-on-one, -on -one, I was able to carry this and just, like I said, win in almost one round. Yeah. Those are our favorite cards from Rise of the Floodborne so far that we've been playing with. Um, both sets from both of us uh, 
I think have really good combo opportunities. Um, like Mouse Armor works really well with like Jafar or like I like including it with Go the Distance. Uh, so those three cards together let me um, <clears throat> attack two turn, you know, twice in a turn, and potentially I'm drawing an extra two cards that turn, um, which has been really helpful for like my Steel Ruby deck, and then um, especially when I have an absence of healing cards. Uh, something like Mouse Armor that gives resist just comes in so damn handy. And um, I think I mentioned this last week too, but like using Mouse Armor lets me put down Aladdin one turn and then I attach the Mouse Armor and it protects him from something like Fire the Cannons, right? And so I'm guaranteed to at least get him to the second round where I can shift him into um, Heroic Outlaw. So that has been really nice. For you. Yes, for me, it has been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My favorite card of the week was Ursula. Um, big surprise, she's been my card of the week before. Um, her ability is when you um, play her, all opponents lose a lore, and then you gain, or you get to draw a card for each um, lore lost. So that's nice. I don't know. You play her down, you guys lose lore, I get cards, and then she's a three lore. Yeah, and it works perfect for us because we're almost always playing larger player games, like at least three, almost always. We rarely play two-player games, and we've played up to six-player games, so <clears throat> that card continually comes in advantage for you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I just like her. She's fun to play. Yeah. So. I mean, it's for the same reason that Mouse Armor is my card of the week. Uh, for all the reasons I already mentioned, and it's just so fun to play it and continually get to like put it down and like use it in different combinations to each turn to maximize either my draw power that turn or you know keep someone alive like uh, Aladdin so that he can, <clears throat> uh, especially like combining with Go the Distance again, you know, I got to take down, I could potentially take someone down four points and gain four points just because I had Mouse Armor and Go the Distance on Heroic Outlaw. So, um it's just such a fun card being able to keep your cards in there for longer so uh i would really like to see um <clears throat> more cards in the future that give other cards like plus one uh resistance and what i think could, we could see this in is like any kind of cards that have like a general on them from say like mulan you know i think um what is Li Shen? What's his name? I don't Li know what. Shang, yeah. Li Shang. Um, something like him in general format could be a really cool card that gives like resistance to um, his allies or something. Um, there's enough armies in different Disney movies that we could get some generals that do like plus resist or plus or challenger to other players. So, mm -hmm. anyways, I would just like to see more resist just because it's really fun and I think it's well done in a way that it's not broken um but it just it's really fun to play so and uh heroic outlaw aladdin is also our overall pick of the week just because of its amazing ability to continually prolong our games mm -hmm. um uh, multiple times I'll be on the brink of like a total loss and then I can balance it out for turn after turn after turn just by wiping the board with Heroic Outlaw. Um, yeah. 
And it comes out really well, and I get to also combine it with something like Smash. Or not Smash. Um, oh, it's the Wreck-It Ralph card. Oh, where Pick it a Fight. Pick a Fight, yeah. Using that card to Pick a Fight is also really nice, because um, that, that kind of stops players' ability from, like, high, like slowing me down on the on the on the recuperation efforts yeah <clears throat> anyways those are our cards of the week uh mainly because they're all just fun to play so like i said earlier organized play was just the two of us at first i think we sat there for about 20 or so minutes before the yeah. next person even showed up um to get into the game or into organized play so it was just us two kind of playing and um it felt very weird um, I was a little concerned. I was like, why is this so dead today? And then we had our first friend show up. And then, and then oh, I mean, at the end, it only got to be four of us mm -hmm. that sat around playing um, at all today. So uh, it felt very weird. Regulars not showing up and everything. But we kind of thought maybe it might just be because we live in a college town and Dead Week starts the same day that this episode is airing, um, which is two days after when we play. And so... I think that might be it, because a lot of the people who play are students. Yeah. I mean, we're both students, too, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's probably just it. Um, I certainly hope this is not indicative of just, like, suddenly people aren't interested. In yeah. Um, especially because a lot of our regulars that do show up have spent so much money, I'd be shocked if they just quit out of nowhere. Unfortunately, also at the end, we did not get packs. We're not going to have any pack openings today, but we didn't get packs because the store doesn't have their uh, season kit yet. Um, so they don't have any of the materials to be giving out and stuff. I think it was like a shipment delay or something, but uh, a little bummed about that, but obviously there's nothing that anyone can do. Um, so they're just, they just took down our points and they'll make sure to give us the appropriate awards but when they do get the kit. Mm-hmm unfortunately just no new cards to put in our decks for next week i do i do think i'm gonna take my um amber steel mm -hmm. i need to add some more dwarves to that oh that yeah. Was bullshit. yeah you really struggled uh with that like you had a strategy all set up but then like you just couldn't you would have won that game too yeah. if you had gotten you just needed to draw one dwarf i had the dwarf out i can't remember which one it is um i think it's dopey Maybe. There's three lore? Yeah, the one that has three lore. Um, actually, I don't think it's him. Anyways, there's a dwarf that has three lore, but he can't quest. Unless there's another dwarf in play. So I got the three lore dwarf at the beginning of the game. I was like, okay, I'll play him. And then not quest with him. Because I don't want... Like, I can't quest with him. I'm not going to attack with him because I want to keep his defense so I can quest with him. Never do another dwarf. Yeah, it was kind of funny. I was... She was like, started to complain about, oh, I just need a dwarf to actually use this card. And then uh, I was like, I can't, my turn was after hers. This is a four player game. And I was like, I was about to play a whole new world. And then I was like, ha, ah, she'll have to draw a, she, there's a chance she draws a dwarf. And we're all like one turn away. She would have won in the next turn if she had drawn a dwarf. And I was like, I need one more turn to win. So I like decided not to. Um, but we ended up checking our decks afterwards and it was like eight cards away. So it would have, would have taken an extra turn still. Yeah. Um, I have like dwarves in there. They were just all at the bottom. Yeah. Just... Which was weird to begin with. 
Um, but I do think in general, I just need to add more. Bad shuffle, but <clears throat> yeah, maybe we should count how many doors you have in there and see if it was a bad shuffle or if you just actually are just way too low on doors. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have more doors in stock? Yeah. Okay. We have a ton of doors. I was, oh yeah, they're, they're like common, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so we've probably drawn a lot of them. Um, okay, are they all common? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Okay. They're probably all common. Um, I think overall, uh, even though we were super low on players this week, that we had a lot of fun, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And the two people will show up. We get along with really well and really like playing with them. So mm-hmm. um, it was kind of funny. Um, do you remember the the first person who showed up? Do you remember what her name is? We're terrible at this. No. No. Okay. Anyways, did you hear that she was like putting, she's like, Started buying singles from yeah. PCD player, and now like we gave her a stack of cards, and then, and then that really got her going, because uh, then she started buying a bunch of singles from TCG. She's like, I'm proud of myself for not having bought anything more than three dollars, uh, like single card price, and I was like, okay, you know that's not bad if you're just that's probably means you're just buying commons on commons, um, so good bulk stuff, um, <clears throat> but she's like putting together a bunch of binders now and. She's got, like, planning out all these different decks. Did you hear she, why she was doing two binders? Yeah, she wanted to leave some for her kids. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, on the hopes that this game is worth something someday, but... She's also um, a little bit older, too. So that's yeah. why she was making binders to leave for her kids. Yeah, cute. And that's our experience at Organized Play this week. Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at quest for 5 pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Thanks for joining us on Quest for 5. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry.